All right, I can't take it anymore. Hey, what's up, dude? Okay, so we were prompted by a post in our Unframed Minds Facebook group uh, regarding this this idea of ideological segregation and uh, somebody that's very pro we should do that. <laughs> so uh, we're going to discuss that tonight coming up with a number of other topics, including my terrible struggle from from getting going from employer provided insurance over to uh, personal insurance or what ha- whatever the hell it's called. And uh, we, we got a, we got a uh, special segment called What the Fuck is That on Wish that we haven't done in a while. And we got a, We got a picture for that. So uh, stay tuned for all that tonight on the Unframe of Mind show. You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts battle the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. Alrighty, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Unframe of Mind show, where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom. I'm your host Daniel Wagner and Facebook Jail Anthony. That's right, and yeah. uh, this is this is the place to have those uh, those those uncomfortable conversations, and this is going to be yet another one. Um, there was a, there was a prompt, and I think we'll just jump right into this one because this okay. is this is a pretty interesting one, and it's the reason you all came tonight. But uh, before I mean I get I don't want to just jump straight in. I want to give people a chance to kind of arrive because we say we go live at seven, and I think I went a little early, but that's okay. Yeah. So. Nobody cares. What we're going to do is we're going to stare at the camera awkwardly in an awkward silence for about five minutes. And we're not going to blink. We're going to have a staring contest with one another tonight and see. Oh, yes. wait, me and you or? Uh, I don't care. Just with, you know, you know what? Grab a friend to the left of you. And those of you that are way over on the right with, sorry, way on the left with nobody to your <laughs> left. Go ahead and walk around over here. Uh-huh. Hey, ho. All right. That was retarded. Okay. Sorry. Let's try this again. Yeah. All right. We have a number of topics. Yep. This is one of them. This came up in the Unframed Minds Facebook group, mm-hmm. and you brought up wanting to discuss it, so I'm going to let you kind of give a gist of it, or should I just read it? Read it. Read it first. And then I'll just kind of give my reasons and thoughts of why we should bring this up and discuss it, but yeah. All right. No hoggy. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, as your fellow atheist, I will also thank God on your behalf that Hoggy was not here tonight. How does that work? I'm not sure how that works. It just feels like the thought that counts kind of thing. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, let's let's begin by reading this here so you guys can get a sense of what we're even talking about. And we'll go from there and just kind of, uh, kind of discuss the idea because it seems like a an interesting idea on the surface, but uh, I'll let you all be the judge of that. So, this is from Dan from the private Facebook group. I just realized it's a private Facebook group and I probably didn't mean to uh i should have probably censored that out anyway he'll be fine <laughs> I uh, he, he doesn't I'm, I'm sure he probably okay. won't care so yesterday i made the realization i'm no longer a balkanization proponent or rather i am but i've accepted its infeasibility uh it's the common sense solution peaceful separation and uh parishioning sorry patriation of various geography geogra- I can't see that the screen is too far away control plus where's that that's not working because I'm in the wrong spot this is what I get for trying to be a a uh, host Producer. and a, a uh, programmer at the same time the uh, mm. get it together Daniel alright so here's what I'm going to I'm going to switch it over here and this this will be much easier for me to read it alright let's try this yeah 
So, yesterday I made the re uh, screw it. Yesterday I made the realization I'm no longer a balkanization proponent, or rather I am, but I've accepted its infeasibility. It's the common sense solution. Peaceful separation and patriation of various graphic, cultural, and racial zones within this country strictly enforced against radical individuals through benevolent oppression. <laughs> All right, that's... <coughs> Dude, coming out strong right yeah, off the uh, gate. Hang, hang on a second. Before you go any further, just, just to let you know that as we're doing the show, you're reading that, but the picture that's actually up on the video... <laughs> Is that one? <laughs> oh, Becky says, "Oh my God, Ron Pitcher. Yes, uh, absolutely. You kind of gave away the whole wish, you I know, know, kind of situation. But that's fine. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs> I will get this right eventually. I know. See now, when I bring it over onto the other screen, now it's on top, and I can't tell from a programming perspective what my OSB program is doing. It makes it really difficult to do this. However. We're going to do this one more time. <laughs> Eventually, we'll be able to make this a standalone clip. That's the goal, right? We'll be able to, At some point. be able to make it something that you can clip out by You're itself. You're making this hard for me, man. I know. But we're going to make it easy for yeah. you. So we'll just start from the beginning then. And we'll bore everybody to tears with the first two sentences again. All right. So Dan writes, Yesterday, I made the realization I'm no longer a balkanization proponent. Or rather, I am, but I've accepted its infeasibility. It's the common sense solution. Peaceful separation and patriation of various ge geographic, cultural, and racial zones within this country strictly enforced against radical individuals through benevolent oppression. He says, in this best case scenario, if, for example, Georgia was declared a black national nation and a my ancestor's redneck refuses to go to the white, nation, white national nation nearby... And was offered appropriation, appropriate compensation to do so, then I would support his violent removal or liquidation, and vice versa. Uh, that, in my opinion, is the only rational and potentially peaceful method of extracting the 350 million peoples within this country from terminal conflict. It's not going to happen because it's rational. And we're not a country that rules or lives via rationality. So I am now a reluctant believer in what I'm referring to as the angry shot glass theory. Because peaceful separation is not a possibility, and peaceful coexistence is an absurdity, uh, absurd, absurdly infantile thing to believe in, I have no choice but to recognize that we're going to experience the shattering effects of a complete collapse in ethnic, regional, racial, economic warfare. Instead of peacefully separating into seven or ten nations, we are going to shatter into a thousand, and it's going to get nasty. Alright, so, what are your thoughts on that? I kind of like this idea. Now, without really giving this a whole lot of thought, obviously, the idea on the surface looks good. You know, separating or going back to segregation, not necessarily of race, but just, you know, religious backgrounds, um, ideological backgrounds, um, conservatives, Democrats. I mean, this is something that... Nothing, nothing in this world seems to be working right now. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you're kind of playing with the idea of, okay, well, what else is out there for us to kind of, kind of throw in the fire and see what you know what kind of works. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it would be a good thing. Just on the surface, I think it'd be a great idea to, to you know, keep people in a certain demographic on this west coast and keep a certain demographic of people on the east coast, or you, you know what I'm saying. So it's just. Um, because we're not, we can't get along. Yeah. History has shown time and time again that we cannot get along. And, and this is not even about race. This is just, 
you know, people from the South are far different than people that live in California. You know, people that live in New York are far different than people that live in Texas. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. so, do I like this idea? Absolutely. Now, when you start, you know, that's just, again, scratching the surface, but I'm sure as you dig a little deeper, it becomes a little bit more complex, and it probably, once I get done thinking about it, I'm like, eh, well, this might not be a good idea. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. It kind of seems like it could be a, a good start of an idea on the surface. Uh, just, right. You know, but I, I wouldn't imagine there's a lot of deep thought actually going into the actual mechanics of how you would make that happen, first of all. Oh, that'd be, I mean, that's, that's all, a challenge all in itself. Second of all, the question is, you know, like I always say, compared to what? I mean, when you look at the United States, ideally, the 50 states were supposed to be kind of an experiment in just that, what you're talking about. Right. If you don't like a certain thing, you can go somewhere else. If you don't like the way we do things around here, you can go somewhere else and you can go move somewhere else where they do agree with your things. And right. you can try to, to, you can try to adjust the rules there within mm-hmm. that territory but if it looks like it's going to be too impossible hell you go over here where you know a a whole complete different ideology is practiced right so we kind of have the general idea now that's not so much to say the violent removal of people who disagree with it because then you have a real funny problem because here's the problem when we talk about this idea of separating Mm -hmm. off into our separate ideological zones democrat republican well that seems simple at first but then you got a huge swath of people, probably the majority of people, are somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, where the hell do they go? Give them Oklahoma. It's in the middle, damn it. Uh, you see what I'm <laughs> it's saying? It's in the Midwest. So, so do, you, do you need, like, uh, and then and then I almost imagine, like, you take this test that, like, places you within that, that gradient of different ideologies mm-hmm. on the spectrum, which that's not even a true spectrum, right and left. You know, you can't even you can't even really do that because then where's that put anarchists and people like that that don't don't agree yeah, with any of it. Obviously, it's a lot it's more like, complex when you start diving into, you know, people's beliefs and and ideologies and things that they just want to, you know, to live by. But here's here's the thing though is like we kind of already have that now. I mean, as I said before, you know, you have a lot of people that live in the South that prefer to live that way out in the country. You know, you have a lot of people who want to live in, 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 in you know in the cities. That yeah. love the hustle and bustle. They prefer it, and that's uh, fine. Yeah, they prefer it. And as long as it's um, voluntary, I'm all for it. You know, if people want to self-segregate, you know, the, the famous lunchroom test, you know. Right. When you look in the lunchroom, uh, you see people that are, they, they tend to hang out with people of like kinds. You right. know, black people tend to hang out with black people, white people tend to hang out with white people, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The goths tend to hang out over there with their other weirdos and stuff and whatnot. You know, that was me. I was over there. And that's how we kind of did. Um, it was it was peaceful. Self segregation has always been a part of our Self-segregation society. Self segregation is not a problem. And right. That's that's, yeah, that's the problem is when people see these 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 bubbles happen, you almost think there must be some kind of racist element involved, and mm, like, no. like that they're being forced to sit this way. No, that's not the case. People just prefer to be with people that kind of uh, agree with them, or look like them, or act mm-hmm. like them, or believe the way they do. I you mean, know, if you just, look, I mean, as far as the the race segregation goes, we already do that. Yeah. Black people tend to dominantly hang out with black people. White people tend to dominantly hang out with white people. Yeah. You know, I mean, same with Asians, Hispanics. Mm-hmm. We already do this. Just in general. Yeah. Right. This is voluntary. And probably, that's probably the closest approximation to what Dan's talking about is online. Right. Because when you look online and, and, and this isn't and there, there is a certain element of violent removal, not mm-hmm. so far as I'm going to kill you if you don't move, but insofar as. The people who run, say, the Facebook groups that mm-hmm. are all these ideological silos going on where people right. can go and they can go 
intermingle with other people that agree with them or talk like them right. or, or believe the way they do. Um, you have the administrators going in and, and, and removing people that don't agree or causing too much problems because they're causing they're ruffling too many feathers. Mm-hmm. So people can be removed and you do have this kind of setup what he's talking about. And but even that is kind of a voluntary thing, you know. I don't I don't have to go participate in those groups. I can go participate wherever the hell I want until they opt to force me out. That's fine. That's their choice. I knew that going in. <laughs> Well, I think if, okay, so the flip side of that, now that I'm thinking about it, if you do start to segregate, whether it's voluntary or not, you kind of have that social breakdown of not being able to communicate with one another. You never learn about somebody else's ideologies because you are now convincing yourself, well, these are my people. These are people that are like-minded, that want the same kind of life, but, you know, I don't necessarily agree with this person that lives out west, but I'm still friends with them. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like Keith asked, "Should we should ginger segregate because we have no soul?" Yeah, exactly. I think there <laughs> needs to be a state for yeah. just gingers alone. So I I think in the very beginning of a of an experiment like this, if everybody agreed to go along with it, okay. But we're, we're already we're kind of somewhat already there because it's all it, it is voluntary. You see what I'm saying? Like we're, we're right, already right. in just, that I'm just first stage about of it from a from a strictly hypothetical standpoint. Right. Everybody says, "Okay, well, we're going to have this state over here will be for the the hardcore progressive liberals, and this one over here is going to be for the the hardest farthest right individuals, uh-huh. and then we have various states for various ideas in between." Right. Well, at first, that that might, as far as the the concept of getting people to learn about other people's ideas. At first, that would be a good way to teach people about other ideas. Mm-hmm. You'd start to learn, okay, well, what do I actually believe? Where do I fit in best? Where do I need to go? Which state is the best one for me? Problem is, a, a generation or two, as you have kids, as, as what happens in all these different tribal areas, as children are born into these groups, that's all they see. They don't have to make the choice of mm-hmm. getting put into another place. They grow up around it. They learn it. It's like somebody who's born into a Christian family, for example, mm-hmm. tends to grow up Christian. People who are born in Muslim countries tend to grow up to be Muslim. Right. And and you just kind of have these these siloing effects after almost a metastasizing of people over a few generations where everybody then no longer has any incentive or need to learn about other groups. But then you've also got the people that'll start to think for themselves and ideologically be different. And why are we doing it this way? And before you know it, you're already sanctioning off into a thousand groups like Dan's concern was in the first post initially. Well, I don't think it's so much forced segregation as it is voluntary segregation, giving people the opportunity to make that decision on their own, yep. to live the life in which they want to live. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, that's, that's part of the major. reasons why that's part of the reasons why you see a lot of people who move to the South, a lot of people who move up north to New York, you know, to LA, to you know, to Seattle. And I mean, if you look at the the situation right now, we're currently that we're going through with Antifa. It's a hotbed up there in Portland. Yeah. I, I would have no desire to move to Portland. None whatsoever. No, not I, at all. Knowing what's up there, that's just not my cup of tea. And you they're, know? they're kind of doing that. What he's talking about when, right. when you were talking about Chaz or yeah. whatever that was, they were kind of doing that almost, in a, almost or, like an, an ideological test. Okay, right. what do you believe? Do you belong here? Okay, we're going to remove you now because you don't belong here because you don't think the way we think. And it's interesting that Dan is, is is with the ideas that he has tends seems to agree with the way they 
we're running things up there. You know, I, I was fixing to say the same thing. It almost seems like that I actually kind of agree, and it, it almost kind of seems like a more of a leftist point of view that I'm giving out there because you see what Antifa is doing up in Portland with having that so-called you know autonomous zone and wanting to create their own culture. And I'm all for it, you know. So it almost kind of makes you wonder how much left-leaning thought idea is actually into play here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a conservative Christian. Well, yeah, I guess you can call me that. A little outspoken, but whatever. But I, I, I kind of agree with what they were doing up there. Now, do I agree behind the principles in which they were you know, going about doing it? Hell no. I think we all can agree to that. Yeah. The way they went about it was fucking stupid, you know. And, but and the concept over the, of over it. the course, I, I do like the idea from an from an anarchic standpoint. Right. Um, the idea that they were trying to operate to their principles, and and failing at it, and seeing that they failed, that, right. that, like that's great. Um, maybe not in the short term because of the people suffering through it. But what happens is the people that are smart enough to see that this isn't going anywhere, this isn't working, they'll move. They'll leave. Move your mic more towards you. Yeah, there you go. They'll leave. There Does you that go. Sounded good. No, I noticed you did it on the last show, and I had a hard time hearing oh, that. So that's better. Let's try this. Does hey, everybody hear me? Okay. Yes. So much apparently, better. gingers are going to get Alaska because it has the least amount of sun. That's, <laughs> that's great, true, dude. That's a great idea. I'm I'm up on a roof today doing some some work for this lady's house. Beautiful log cabin right. down here around where I live. Literally seven minutes from my house didn't even know this place existed um and we're up on the top of the roof in the midday sun and i am dying up there and i sit out on the lake for hours on end don't oh even my, get burned oh my god i am dying i feel i can uh-huh. feel my the the tips of my ears sunburnt Ooh, right now these, these headphones good. feel great right now let me tell you um so anyway i like i like the idea that what Chaz was doing had, had kind of this 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 idea, almost this anarchic experimentation kind of thing yeah. going on, it just went horribly wrong because they don't have the the, the right principles. Uh, and yeah. what, what happens in the long run if that experiment was allowed to continue to run is you actually have people start to kind of figure out new solutions. Right. Now, the U.S. government was never going to let that no. that experiment run long enough for for you to see it kind of work out. Right. They wanted to use that as an example of, oh, this is this is their idea of anarchy. This is what actually anarchy looks like, and this is how terribly that's going to fail. Y'all need to be scared of this. Right. <laughs> so that's why I think they kind of came in and started shutting it down when it started. I mean, it was failing. It's to make it the government failing. look good and say this is the, one yeah. of the reasons why we do have government. Yeah, we came in and, 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 and solved all your problems for right. you. No, they not really. No. Not really. They would the have government's never going to Well, the government's never going to come in and solve any problems that you have. Yep. We, we've learned this. As long as we've done the show together, you, we see it day in and day out. Yep. And this they is something we out. always reiterate <laughs> is that we're responsible for ourselves, never depend on big government. You know, you and I are both anti-government. Well, I'm more small government, and I think you are as well. You know, they, I'm, I'm like no government. Well, yes, but I, I like to have a little bit of government. Yep. But um, you just have so, that, you just have that little bit of trust issue keeping you hanging on to the well. It's just I, of, I guess I guess for me, I I'm more of a uh, constitutionalist. I guess you can say kind of with the way things were back when, yep. and I, I honestly believe that the founders really had a, a good intention on this country, right? And a republic. If you can keep it. Yeah. People keep thinking this is a... <laughs> we a, can't. Uh, Clearly. The a, experiment has failed. Well, right. You know, people keep singing... Or singing. People keep thinking... <laughs> are we about to go into musical mode that here? This is, <laughs> I got Hoggathon on the brain. Um, that we are a, a democratic nation. We're not. We're a republic. We always have been. Mm-hmm. And I think...
think it's funny when I see that in conversation and people are just like, no, no, we're, we're you know, it, it's democratic. And I'm thinking, no, 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 it's a republic. It always has been since day one. Yeah. And, you know, so for me, it's it kind of going back to what we were discussing. I, I do like this idea and we've already kind of formed ourselves into those groups We've segregated, mm -hmm. but I, I almost kind of wonder if we couldn't take that a little step further as time progresses and moves on. And we, and, and for instance, you kind of saw what, what happened with Brexit, mm -hmm. the separation, you know, from the union. So I'm wondering if, if any, you know, you've heard of states talk about, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit. I just had it. I can't remember where they removed the cells from the state. Um, Yep, I know what we're, I know what you're talking Shit, about. Shit, I just forgot. Um, Secession. Yeah, conceded. Um, yeah, as an you know, as a state, S succeed. Seceding. Yes, Jesus. Not Christ. conceded. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely not. It's been one of those days. <laughs> Definitely not. Conceded. Well, that lack of sleep doesn't help me either. But, um, but yeah, Texas has talked about doing it. California, God, I wish they wouldn't just fall off into the ocean. Um, <laughs> y you know. I'm sorry, Keith has got me distracted tonight. Thank you, dude. He says the government should put sunblock in the water like they did with fluoride. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, put that government sunblock in there. It's sure to work. It definitely so, won't get you even more sunburnt than you were when you went in the first place. I, I would like to see, I mean, not like to see, but I think at some point, this is the direction in which we're going to go. Mm. You know, I mean, California, New York, Chicago, very much similar, you know, demographics. Yep. Then you got all your southern states. I mean, as there's not a whole lot that's as changed. As long as it's peaceful, I'm, I'm all for it. Right. You know, if, if it gets to the point, like in Dan's post, if you're violently removing people that disagree with you, that's no, no, a no, whole no, 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 other no, problem. No, 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 and, and when you said you kind of agreed with it, I, I didn't think you would agree with that portion of it. No, no, obviously but not. But you agree with the general idea of segregating ideologically, which yeah. ideally, I think in an anarchist society, that's what would happen anyway. And Now, what I'm seeing as the problem here is, we, we already kind of have that going on with the states, and mm -hmm. the more the federal government encroaches on its power and grows in strength and power and, and magnitude, mm -hmm. the more people within those states start to freak out. And that's where we start to get in these dumb battles where it's right. like, oh, well, that law that we're tr you're trying to pass for your people in San Francisco is not going to work for the people over here in in Austin, Texas, or mm -hmm. or in in the middle of Virginia, right. it's not it's not going to be the same things, the same ideas, the same core values. It's just not going to work. And and the, the more you got these th this this behemoth of government over everybody saying, you know, we're going to pass these laws to give away this money to these people, and we're going to do this and that. Now you have people having an invested incentive to go. Oh, we need to convince the other side about our ideas. We need to vote in our guys. Otherwise, we're looking at certain death. If mm -hmm. you know, and it, and it kind of does become that. Right. You know, when you got uh, like the abortion debate, that's a big one. Yeah. You know, and you got some states that are like, yeah, that's cool. We agree with that. That's fine. And other states are like, hell no, that's murder from the womb. Like, how do you reconcile that? I get what he's saying. That you can't have both ideas at the same time. No. You just can't. No, and, and to have one federal government telling everybody how they have to operate, uh, gay rights, for example. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people still are very, very much Christian, very much against it. And it comes from their book, and I get it. I, d I disagree with it, but I get it. Mm -hmm. um, and But you have the federal government shoving it down your throat, pun intended, that you have to actually agree with this now because that's, that's the law of the land. Well... I don't know, man. It just seems like that uh, 
you know, part of the idea of the show we do is that they have these kind of conversations that nobody else kind of discusses. Yeah. And to think about currently where we're in our, you know, where we're at with our society and then thus moving forward. And I just thought it was interesting, you know, and, and if and I kind of wonder if any anybody else has kind of thought the same way as I have, you know, and kind of seeing the uh, voluntary segregation, because essentially we've been going through that for some time. Yeah. And I wonder if at some point we're going to actually keep pushing that envelope. And, and I would love to see this country where it's not ruled by the big government, more, more of the local government is involved. Yeah, local government governance, I would be a fan of moving in that direction. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we we got to move some we got to move some direction, you know. And well, right no, now obviously, the, yeah. right now the direction seems to be moving toward uh two sides of we want less government control. Oh, well, we want more government control. Again, you can't have those two things happen at the same time. Well, again, with abortion, you got some people that are that are, you know, anti-abortion and then you got some that are pro-life. So Pro-life and people that are, again, you know, anti-abortion or wait a minute, am I saying that right? Pro-life. Pro-life. Yeah, pro-choice. I'm sorry. So we've seen kind of that that coming together and, you know, especially on social media, but then also in real life where they just clash. Now, just imagine if we all live in a place where, you know, you have your values and they have their values. And that's something that's never really kind of discussed or, you know, um, kind of frowned upon as far as having abortion, you know, um, and seeing what Alabama and Tennessee has passed as far as the laws that indicate, you know, what their ideas of, of what abortion is, and not really a, what abortion is, but how far into, you know, uh, the conception of the child before you can actually, you know, abort it. So yep. not really trying to get off onto abortion here. It's just kind of giving you, you know, the idea of the thought processes that a lot of us have. And if we lived more in a... Um, place where people were on board with the same ideology and the same thought process we could coexist we, we would really get along now speaking of that um we had a comment from youtube from brian courtney he right. said he says uh, we have gotten so self-centered that we can't tolerate people we disagree with it's true yeah. I, I i don't know i don't know if that's the, i don't know if it's a self-centeredness as much as it is uh, a constant uh, fire hosing of propaganda telling us how intolerable our opponents are well the thing is is we have forgotten to think for ourselves yeah. we, we allow other people to dictate our thought process like those dirty MAGA boys they don't they're they're just out the bunch of racists and and then you got the the MAGA group is, is turning around telling everybody in the media the, whatever news stations you watch they're saying oh well the left they're all a bunch of every single one of them is a bunch of pedophiles and then and then you go back the other way it's oh there's Nazis in the bushes everywhere it's like it's never made any sense to me how why why like is it I've, we've met people that disagree we've met liberals yeah oh yeah quite and a few they seem like really nice people they yeah. seem like their hearts in the right place mm-hmm. maybe their solutions aren't our solutions well carrie that you were just currently on her show you know safe yeah. space um used to be a liberal i mean i'm sure she probably still has a lot of you know thought processes that are that are liberal but right. maybe old school fashion she she, she's not a but, conservative she's just not on the Democratic plantation, she's right. hashtag walk away right. is, is kind of what that is. She still considers herself a liberal, but she feels like the party's gotten so far away from her. But the, the whole the whole point, what I was getting at is that the fact that you've just got both sides telling you how terrible the, and, and dehumanizing the other and trying to dehumanize the other side. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you ain't got time to do the research and find out, you know, I don't know, you live in you live in a, you know, a, a, a liberal, you know, place like i don't know whatever california san francisco San Fran- or, whatever the, whatever the place is you live there and you're around all those people and you don't know and you don't know or you maybe haven't met any open trump supporters 
you have kind of no choice but to believe it because I don't know that you're going to go. Most people aren't going to go out of their way to try to verify this information necessarily. I mean, yeah. hell, all these other people around me seem to believe it. There must be some truth to it, right? I mean, that makes sense. That's No, that is it does. That is it, logical. It does, and I think that people have forgotten to think for themselves. Yeah. They, they are so codependent on li- listening to elective officials and listening to the news and and I often kind of wonder what that, I used to be that individual. I used to be that person that would get on social media or to listen to the nightly news and just get so furious, you know, just furiated with, with whoever's in office and what they're doing and not agreeing with it. And, you know, I, I started to gradually get away from that. And I started picking up more, um, I wouldn't say down to center podcasting, but just people that were, that are willing to praise Trump, but then also give him a hard time for shit that he does, hold him accountable. And that's something that we seem to have forgotten to do is to hold people accountable and, you know, and things that they do, whether they're in office or just their daily lives. And just out of curiosity, I just thought of something as you were saying that the the idea of holding people accountable. Why don't we hold people accountable? Because it's easy to point the finger. Why should I hold myself accountable for something when I think that you're the one to blame? Right. Well, the reason I, th- I think the reason you don't hold other people accountable is because then you have no choice but to hold yourself accountable too. Well, everybody like has a hard time swallowing their pride. Right. You have to recognize that people do actually have some responsibility and some kind of uh, of agency in the in the decisions that are being made. And if yeah. you hold other people accountable, like actually hold them accountable, not just not just write some terrible shit on Twitter about how terrible a person they're. I'm, I mean, actually hold them accountable do what's actually necessary to hold that person accountable, then you have to accept that you can also be held accountable. You, you know, and it's funny and, because... And, and, and by extension, responsible for your own actions, right? Right, and people often ask me when they see the show, they're like, well, how does this show work with you and Daniel with your, your, your ideas being so different? And I'm like, well, even though our ideas are so different, yeah. we hold each other accountable. And it's something that... You need to do something about this, dude. It, it happened on the last show. Anyways, um... <laughs> But we're honest with each other. Blame Windows. Blame Windows. <laughs> Don't hold me accountable. <laughs> but we're honest. Blame Bill Gates and Windows, man. <laughs> we're honest with each other. We don't lie to each other, but we're there for each other. Yeah. Even though we could have extreme polar opposite views, mm-hmm. we still treat each other like a human being. Yeah. You know, you've been there for me with the shit that I've gone through over the last year, and I've been there for you and your personal endeavors that you've currently have gone through, mm-hmm. and it. I just think it's funny when people ask me that question, like, well, how does this show work for you guys? Because you're so polar They seem opposite. almost surprised by it. Like, it shouldn't, like, it's an anomaly of sorts. Right? Well, we're just living proof that you can have totally different views mm-hmm. and values. Well, not really so much values. Yeah, we're not, we're but, not even totally different, but I, I get what you're saying. You I mean, know, and, and it's just people forget that we hold each other accountable, like you mentioned. Yeah. We talk to each other. And your ideas are far different than mine. It doesn't make me any less. It does, does not make me think any less of you, and you don't think any less of me. It's Speak just for yourself. Eh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and um, but that's what works super, is because I'm super judgmental we, on you right now because I know you're in Facebook are. You jail. You always have been. So just because you're in jail, I automatically assume the worst. Look, he's clearly guilty. You got to get those dick pics to Kathy. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I got it. You got it. It doesn't have to be for Kathy, me, but for on somebody the, they're else. They're on their way. They're on their they're way. Sweetheart, look out for them. Um, Hashtag Facebook jail diaries. <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Plug. You won't be. It's, so, it's our show. It's I'm allowed to plug it. <laughs> I know. So it, to me, it, it's just the teachings that I that I that I often tell people is if you go back and you watch any of our shows, 
yes, we do agree to a lot. Yes, we do disagree with a lot of things. But outside of the show, we ha- we have a lot of the same core values. You know, what people don't know is, is when I come over, we sit down to dinner together. I, with you, I sit down with your family. And this is something I don't see hardly in any other family, especially the times that we live in. And your biggest pet peeve is no cell phones at the table. Yeah. And, and it's two basic rules. No, I don't love that. No phones at the table, right. and nobody starts eating until everybody has their damn plate. Right, <laughs> and you it. know, and it, and it's funny because it's like we we both love that idea, right? Yeah. But and you can't package that into any kind of a conservative or liberal no. packaging. That's the problem, right? Like it's it's just a thing. It's just, it's just a thing we agree on. There's right. no, there's no label to that. Well, it's, you know, there's I'm no, a, well, I, I can't, I can't say, oh, I, I believe in no cell phones at the table. Well, I must be a pro, you know, you don't have a, a nice package you can put that into. Oh, I got a nice like, package. Yes, you do. But that's, that's not what, that's not the topic of this show. Yeah, man, I get, I get a chew up. <laughs> you want to see my chew up? <laughs> see your chew up. No, I just, um, I, I just, it's great to explain people the, the dynamic difference between you and I, but then off the show or when we're done recording or, or doing live shows, you know, we've done a lot of things with our children together, whether it's hiking or mm-hmm. hanging out here at the house, or I've come over to help you with a, the studio or whatever it might be. I mean, we are living proof that you can be completely opposite individuals and still ha- and still and maintain a great relationship. You know, it is feasible to do. <laughs> Absolutely. So. All right. Well, if you guys want to uh, participate in that discussion in further detail, uh, we do have a private Facebook group, Unframed Minds, on uh, Facebook, where we have private Zoom calls that are for group members only. Yep. So if you want to join us, we're actually gonna we're actually gonna have one right after this show is over tonight. So if you want to join us on that, I will check the uh, the new invites and stuff and see if anybody's in, in, tried to join us. But there will be a link posted there. So you can join us on a private Zoom call after the show to discuss what we've talked about today there. So, yeah, that. that'll be fun. I don't think we've ever done it where it's been the both of us and we're talking to everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Right. So we'll, we'll try this yeah. out. We're just we're, we're, we're we want to do weekly Zoom calls. We're just trying to feel out when is going to work best for us and the group as well. And let me tell you something. And for the folks watching, I have gone through so many Facebook pages to see if anybody is even remotely doing something similar to what we're doing. And I'm not finding anybody doing this as far as podcasting goes. Mm-hmm. Even even your bigger podcasts are not doing Zoom calls. I wouldn't imagine. I think it'd be rather unwieldy. <laughs> well, I understand that. But I mean, but it's just still, different. We, we do have the fortunate, fortunate luck, if you call it that, of being of a size that we can still manage something like that. So that works out pretty well for us. So I wanted, I did want to talk about, uh, there was there was a huge issue that really, really pissed me off, basically. <laughs> what doesn't? <laughs> Everything pisses me <laughs> off. I'm so mad all the time. All right. So uh, before we wrap up, my, my mom, A, wants uh, dick pics from everyone. So oh, be sure shit. to send my mother y'all's dick pics. She's asking for them publicly. So she can't get you for sexual harassment. Um, she, she says it would help if people would listen to each other. I have heard both sides saying the same thing about the other side. Makes no sense to me. And that is something that I remember. I think I remember having this exact conversation with you where I listen to the podcasts from the left and I listen to yeah. the podcasts from the right. Okay. And they're saying like if you took it and made a template of 
X, Y, Z, we need to say this yeah. point, this point, this point. You could just fill in the blank on each side and they say the same things about the other side. Yeah. And it's like it's it's like they're 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 both Reading plagiar- each other. it's like they're both plagiarizing the same Microsoft yeah. Word template yeah. and they're just filling in the blanks and then writing their show. <laughs> so we had a comment coming in from YouTube. Any chance of this particular uh, Zoom group? Call appearing on YouTube channel. Okay, I don't know so, if we can actually. Can we do that? No. What the reason? Okay, so the reason we're not. Can we? If, if you're okay, I, th- I don't. I know. I'm. I'm trying to read between the lines, and I think your concern is that you don't want to be on Facebook, or you don't have Facebook, or what have you. Um, we also have a Zoom um, group that's also part of that private Facebook group is as a, we use it as a backup in case we get kicked off Facebook. Right. Um, thing is it's a private call. So people are kind of more comfortable to say what's on their mind without it being a show. Um, that's not really what it, it's not a show. It's, it's well, just a private it's, call. We love getting to know the people that we interact yep, with. That's what I thought. So yeah. I left Facebook long ago. So check it out. If you want to find that link, head over to, um, our website. Um, and look in our where you can find us on. There's there's a there's a link in the bar that says find us on, and I think all of our links are there. I will double check. I'm pretty sure the the uh, uh, Telegram link is there as well. Right. So you can you can find us there if you want to. If you can't find it, just private message me or email me through the website, and I'll get you hooked up. I'll try to do that real quick before the live call tonight. Yeah, we just love talking to members of the group and people who watch the show. It's to put a, a face to the name. Yeah. And you and build a great relationship. You know, great relationship with everybody that yeah, way. Yeah, the conversations so. go so much better when it's face to face. Yeah, because because there's so much lost in in text. Yeah, uh, based conversations. A lot of translation so, lost. <laughs> back to back to what I was talking about. Um, the, the this issue that pissed me off. It was this yeah. this issue of of insurance coverage. Oh uh-huh, no, such a boring issue. I get it. I get it. Look, Anthony's already gone, but but stick with me on this. Stick with me on this. Check this out. I'm going to go I into Pornhub and check our channel. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, uh, I've been going through the transition, which is part of why we had to take the break, is because right. of trying to transition from a, a job where I had employer-provided health insurance. Brian said, oh, hey, mask is shift. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Yes, Brian is sending us a... A plague doctor mask. Yeah. Only if I agreed to shoot a show... Uh, a shoot a video of oh, we're going to going through Walmart wearing and I, I, I will gladly wear a mask in Walmart which I, I refuse to do but I, ha- I, I have not been into Walmart since they implemented oh, the policy what I got a story to tell you completely interrupt so I'm gonna try to do this where this is the beauty of live shows right we can just do whatever the fuck we want to do <laughs> so I, I want to give this little brief this happened last weekend yes last weekend so I had to make a withdrawal. Okay, so the, a, a certain bank that I bank with closed a lot of their local branches. Now, now hear me out. This this was crazy because a lot of people didn't know what to do with the situation. So a, lo, a, a local bank that I bank with has closed all their branches. Now, you have to go to a, a particular grocery store to bank with that bank that I bank with. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a bit of a... That, that was a word salad if I ever Ooh, heard one. I, yeah. I, I follow you, though. So, okay, I, so, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. So, ever since these um, big corporate stores have decided that it's Sorry, mandatory folks, to... Folks that are having trouble keeping up, he used bank as a noun and a verb. Okay? That's the secret to keeping up with Anthony. That's right. Go ahead. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, now, this bank is in this local grocery store. Yeah. Okay, so last weekend I go to make a withdrawal, 
and I decided not to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Because my my thought was as well, I'm not actually grocery shopping. I'm just going in to, to do my bank, you know, my banking, and that was it. So I, I didn't feel like I really needed my mask on. Right. So I, I get there and I walk in and I'm standing in line. There's a there's a lady in front of me and I'm filling out um, my withdrawal slip. Okay. And as I'm filling it out, I had somebody, a part of management, come over from this local grocery store and said, "Sir, it's required for you to wear a mask in our building." And I said, well, I understand that, but I'm not using, you know, I'm not shopping. I'm not here to shop in your store. I'm here to bank. There's a difference. I'm I'm using a bank service, not your grocery service, okay? So I guess the manager really didn't know what to do with this situation because... they don't really own the bank. That space is leased out and rented to the bank. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a separate... Right. So at that point, I'm I'm continuing just filling out my my withdrawal slip, and next thing I know, it somebody else from management comes over, and they're like, "Sir, we're gonna have to ask you to leave to come back with a face mask on for you to finish, you know, your banking." And I said, "I'm not going to." Sorry to interrupt. I'm sure you said this, and I just missed it. But this is is this like an ATM thing, or is this like actual people are in this branch? No, there's people in this branch. So you're you're actually banking with people filling out. Okay. The thing is, I don't have a pen number for my debit card. Never have. Right. Because you always hear the horror stories of going to an ATM, getting robbed. Well, no. You can't use my debit card at an ATM. Never have, never will. So I actually have to physically go to US, or to, to a bank, almost slipped out, <laughs> and um, make a withdrawal that way, right? Yeah. So then a third person walks over, and they're discussing how they're going to handle the situation. Now, I'm just standing in line minding my business, letting them over here figure out what the hell they want to do <laughs> because they don't know what to do. And so the, the lady comes back over to me and she was like, sorry, I understand what you're trying to do. You're, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to bank and so forth, but it is required for you to be in our store to wear a mask. I said, look, I said, because of the certain bank, they have closed their main branches. They're not offering drive, you know, drive-through services, mm-hmm. you know. And then they went into the whole, well, why don't you, you know, use an ATM? And I explained that to them, and I said, look, you're not keeping me from my money. I don't give a shit what your regulations are as far as wearing a face mask, face mask goes. I am not bothering, you know, your shoppers. They're not bothering me. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting anywhere near them or you. And the face masks are technically recommended by the CDC, where right. six foot of, of personal space or whatever is not possible right and in this case it's possible to be you know so many feet apart right so this wasn't an issue and i said look i said i've been putting i've been placed in a situation where i now have to come into your store to bank with this local branch mm-hmm. and i didn't ask to do this you guys have forced me to in this position okay therefore i'm not wearing a mask I, i'm sorry i'm not going to i shouldn't even have to apologize yeah and you don't have to lie. I'm using and say, a banking you service. Have to lie and say you have a medical condition. So no, I'm not going to. No, yeah. that's, I'm not going to do that. I was straight up with them. Yeah. And again, they kind of huddled together and wasn't sure what to do here, because this is kind of like a loophole. By then, you could have had your banking done and been on out about your business. I, you know, you know, and I told them, I said, you guys are more than welcome to you know hang out right here until I get done and watch me see you know watch me leave the building. Now. If I was going in to actually grocery shop, then yes, I would wear a mask. But that's not the case. Because that's what you guys are requesting. Right. right. So That's how I this feel. Put, you know, if, if they're requesting it and, and I'm required to wear it, I'll wear it. But I also am making a choice not to shop at places that require them. So. If you're going to force me in a position to do something that I don't want to do when I'm not using your services but yeah. someone else's and they're leasing that piece of that building out in order for me to bank – 
I'm going off of the protocol with the banks. Now, if I actually have to go into an actual branch mm-hmm. and it requires me to wear a mask, I will go through the drive-through if open. But that's not the case. Yeah. And I've been to several branches and I've called them. They're not open. Now, there is one local branch here in, in town where you can actually call f- to make an appointment to bank with them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I have no problem doing that, but you also have to wear a face mask. And it's not that I'm anti-face mask because that's not the issue here. The issue here is is that you're not going to keep me from from doing my daily life, my banking, my grocery shopping, whatever it is that I have to do. I have no problem complying with the fact that if you're requiring your customers and the general public to wear face masks in order to shop, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, that's your choice. But I'm banking. Yeah. And that's what I kept trying to explain to them. It's like they couldn't get it through their head. <laughs> you know, and so this turned into a situation to where, you know, I, the next thing I know, it, there's four people standing, you know, quite a bit of ways from me, and they're trying to figure out what to do. And at this point, because everybody was arguing with me, and I'm standing at the counter talking to a teller, the next thing I know, it, five minutes later, I've got my money, and I'm leaving. Mm. And it's like, what's the deal here? All this commotion, drawing attention to to this whole situation was not necessary. (laughs) If it was just one of you that came over and and talked to me and explained to me what was going on and I'm telling you what I'm doing, that's fine. But now you got four people over here trying to figure out what to do. Nobody knows what to do. What are you going to do, call the cops? I'm going to tell the cops the same damn thing. You're not going to keep me from my money. You're not. Have, you know, and it's it's actually nice <clears throat> that we do have that that ability. And you're kind of lucky lucky you live in the United States. I'm going to tell right. you straight up because I look I watched I was seeing a video that somebody posted one of my Australian friends posted uh, showing in in I think it was uh, Victoria mm-hmm. where police officer was wrestling this chick to the ground because she wasn't wearing a mask had her had his hand on her throat pinning her to the ground because she refused to wear a mask and her boyfriend's sitting there filming the whole thing like what the hell dude what are you doing i bet you feel tough i bet i bet that dude he's an older guy probably just doing his job just doing my job you've heard that but i i just i just imagined in my in my little imaginative mind this guy being presented with this video by his grandchildren and just and, 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 and then just like wh- what does he what does he think what does he right. feel in in hindsight at that point because hindsight's always 2020 20, of course but we're talking you know years from now uh-huh. grandkid brings it up and shows him hey grandpa is this you holding down this this lady for not wearing a mask back in 2020 <laughs> like well you, like how, how do you how do you sleep at night and live with yourself knowing that that's the bullshit that you're willing to put somebody on the ground for. I mean, again, you've heard me say it time and time again, and I, I, I need people to get this through their minds. The state will escalate until you comply or die. That's well, it. I mean, that is it. Luckily, we're at a point right now where they're just strongly recommending it. But it's starting to get to some places where you are able to people are getting fine and getting arrested. You know, well, and it was funny because that individual said, you know, look, you're a big guy. We don't want any problems. And I'm thinking you're not getting any problems for me. <laughs> I just want to bank. I want to get my money and leave. I'll be gone in just a minute. That's it. I mean, it, so, it became a situation because they made it. I'm sorry. We oh, completely derailed this whole thing. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Short story, but. my ass. That's that's one of Anthony's <laughs> short stories. All right. So Anyways, back to back to the insurance issue <laughs> at hand. Yeah, this is this is and this is kind of important. That, and I and I it makes me really really understand why people stay in the jobs that they can't stand. Yeah. Because trying to get your own insurance outside of employer provided insurance is first a nightmare second doesn't make a lick of sense and third 
fuck them. <laughs> you know, I just, I just, I don't even have a three. Okay. I'm just going to go fuck them. So what happened was I, tr- I tried to leave my company. They have this transitional insurance you can be on called Cobra, which yeah. is supposed to be the same insurance you already had. But extended and continued. Isn't it a little As bit more sh- expensive to have a Cobra? A little bit is not the word for it. <laughs> Bending you over and taking it up the ass kind of expensive? Bending me over, <laughs> me taking it up the ass uh-huh. with no lube, sideways, while I'm being spun around in circles. Oh, is geez. more of a, a an apt description of right. this. So, I, I needed insurance for my wife because she's going through some medical things right now. Very similar to what I'm going through, which is ironic. Right. She needed. She needed some. Some. She needed the insurance. Yeah. Obviously. Me and the kids. Whatever. We'll be fine. You know. Barring a catastrophic event, we're fine for a month. Not a big deal. So, I I got the Cobra insurance, and luckily they let me pay for just her. Right. They let me take everybody else off and pay for just her. That alone was still four hundred and some dollars for a month. Okay. Holy crap. Yeah. Now, I'm sitting there trying to get new insurance. Now, the way they've got it is I have to go through healthcare.gov and I have to qualify and I have to fill out all this information. It's asking me dumbass questions like, are my kids incarcerated? What does that have to do with it? My kids aren't even old enough to be incarcerated. <laughs> not, That's not, weird. I mean, juvenile detention center, maybe, but... I did, I, no words. You couldn't I just, wrap your head I, around that kind of question, I, huh? The trouble I went through to do, and I, w- I was denied at first because I make too much money, and then I was like, well, you don't make enough money, so you got to go through this program and, and this, this Medicaid thing and see if you qualify, and then the only way we're going to be able to give you insurance is if you don't qualify for Medicaid. It's like, ah, it was so frustrating. Oh, this is what Jesus. took me phone calls and phone calls and phone calls and emails and websites and, and so much trouble just to make the damn transition Jesus Christ to my own private insurance my yeah. own insurance but you got it all straightened out I did get it straightened out after eventually. all this debacle luckily and if anybody is ever in this situation and you need to know um, there is there's there's this this profession out there that's called a an insurance broker I didn't know of this right. I've never needed an insurance broker I just go into my employer and I just get their insurance because that's just the way it's done right insurance broker I call him he helps me out he goes through the program the process still ends up with a bunch of paperwork and things I have to submit right. it's, it's, it's a mess it's a mess I'm, I'm trying to keep it short and, and only to the important points there but um, this this is what I I, I I understand now is why is it people are so stuck in their jobs they hate their jobs yeah. and how many times have you heard this I don't know kind of like oh, how many times have you heard this phrase oh I'm only here because of the insurance oh I hear it all the time like what I have never in my life said the words the only reason I'm in this job is because of the auto insurance that they provide never auto insurance should be treated the same way as healthcare insurance as far as I am concerned I should be able to go on shop I should be able to go on a website that shows me whole bunch of rates based on my information and I just pick one and go it should be that simple honestly and then I just pay for it and as long as I'm paying for it and y'all cover me we're good as long as the relationship between the customer and the employee not the employee customer and the provider are good hey let's go with that but but Jesus the, 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 the amount of stress and trouble it was for me to make that transition is completely irrational unreasonable even the insurance broker I was talking about kept saying little dropping little things like yeah I know this doesn't make any sense but this is what they're asking for this is the thing I keep running into and he tells me all these stories of these ladies these people are not ladies but all these people that he's interacted with and had to uh, just 
deal with some really dumb, nonsensical crap in order to get them covered. Well, it kind of exposes how, just how, I guess, fucked up the, you know, the insurance system actually is. Yeah, and the fact that the way the insurance is set up, the more you make, the more expensive your healthcare insurance is. Yeah. That would never happen with auto insurance. No. Never. It goes the other way. So it gives you the incentive to claim as little as possible so that you could get cheaper insurance. Right. That reason that insurance is cheaper is because it's being subsidized by the taxpayer. Mm Mm-hmm. I know you're just stick with me. I know this is a boring subject. You're no, I was just, I was really, I know I was just seeing what time it was and we're no, going to have to wrap it up soon. Yeah, I agree. We definitely need to wrap it up, but it's, it's just, it's, it's a mess. And I wanted people kind of understand that this, this whole scenario doesn't make any sense at all. all right. I don't care what the end solution is, but everybody's arguing about, Oh, healthcare for all, or this catchy phrase that we have. No, the entire thing is fucked from the start. Right. And, and if a lot of people don't know this, but the re- original reason we even have, health insurance through our employers is because way back in the day, the government told employers, you can't give any more raises. You can't increase people's pay rates, but they still needed employees. So one of the solutions they came up with was to, hey, we'll come up with this fringe benefits package of all these things. And that will kind of, it won't be a pay raise, but it'll be another way to incentivize people to come work for us. Right. And that kind of ended up sticking then, and it never was gotten rid of after that. Hmm. So it's it's like we've gotten ourselves in the situation, and now we're all getting, sitting there trying to figure out how to fix it. And it doesn't. It's no matter whose solution you hear, none of it's going to work. I'm just telling you right now, <laughs> none of it is going to work. None of it. All right, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna do uh, what the fuck is that on yes. Wish, and yes. then we're gonna do the private Zoom call chat immediately following the show. If you are on YouTube, and if you would like to be a part of this. Um, go over to unframeofmind.com. And where, where was the area in which they had to go to uh, just provide go to the, that link? Just, just go to the menu and, and it'll okay. find us on if you're not already part of our Facebook group yeah. page. Okay. And then we'll get you squeezed in. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash unframeofmind if you don't know where that's at. But everything everything's listed on that page. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. On page. So we got one, one last segment before we wrap up the show tonight. It's called... What the fuck is that on Wish? What the fuck is Let's that? Let's see if I can get the right button this time. Probably. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is that on Wish? Alrighty. Oh, and, geez. hey, I did it. I got the right one. So, today on What the Fuck is that on Wish, <laughs> as those of you who joined us earlier accidentally saw, we have this item here. It is a poop picker for your dog. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an attempt. Can you can you zoom in on this and, and see if if we can actually get an idea of how this actually works? Okay, I'm going to try my best to describe this for the podcast listening audience. By the way, this show can be found on podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So this is a poop picker for your dog. It looks like a little thing that it straps to the dog's tail, dangles in front of the dog's rear end. And then it looks almost like one of those those hair clips from back in like the, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Little girls hair clips that had the claws in them. You squeeze it and open it. And I'm I'm really curious if the surely the dog is not squeezing that due to lack of opposable thumbs. Well, it says poop picker. Now, is this okay? So the thing hanging down, it almost seems like it's like some sort of wipe. Is this supposed to to grab the poop off the rear? I mean, I'm I'm a little confused to how yeah, this I, Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Oh, the clip is what goes on the dog's tail. Right. And oh, then what's, it's what's I, hanging from it. Okay. 
that I'm trying to figure out what the hell does that supposed to represent or do? Is it, are you supposed it's to have a, a, a clean, clean shit? Or? Clean and hygienic, no direct contact with hands. All right, so if anybody wants to buy one of those. Is it a poop catcher or? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. How does it even work? It doesn't look like it's, uh, it, it, it looks like the idea is it's supposed to like poop into a little bag or okay. something. So this is what we need to do. This doesn't make any sense. We need to set up a P.O. box for Unframe of Mind uh-huh. and have people go on Wish. And the items that are on Wish are very, very cheap. And if you want to, buy us some of the weirdest shit, and then we'll talk about it on the show. I mean, I've seen stuff for like two, three bucks. not real expensive, so... All right. All but right. yeah, it'll yeah. be fun to do those actually live in studio. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dingleberry picker. All right. So uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. If, uh, if you guys enjoyed tonight's show tonight, uh, just make sure to tell a friend about us. It's the only way we're going to grow is with the help of you guys. And uh, we really do appreciate that. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, well, little, just a little, the, little yeah. ragamuffin from uh, YouTube asked, is it the private group or the public facing page? It's actually a private group and it's a private Zoom call for group members only. Um, it's all free, so don't you don't have to pay for anything. No. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we pay for that. So. We pay for it. Yes. Um, to the tune, I think it's like $130 a year, something like that, yeah. for us to pay for that service yeah. so we can have as many people on there as we want. So, I listen, I appreciate you all uh, tuning in and watching. Um, if you have any ideas of topics you'd like to hear our thoughts on, hit us up uh, on the website and let us know. And, hell, if you guys want to support the show, feel free to head over to the Unframe of Mind uh, website and we actually do have a Teespring store if you're interested. With, and, and it's constantly got new, uh, new designs and you know T-shirt designs, mugs, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and also if you have other ideas, I'll be glad to take those ideas too. Well, we got a lot of those. Yeah, 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 whole bunch. So this is my favorite one, my favorite current one right now. If you can see this, you are invading my COVID nineteen safe space. I've ordered good. one and people love it. They sit there and <laughs> <laughs> they sit there and come run up and try to read my shirt. So anyway. that's kind of creepy. It's like a Joe Biden feel. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all right, y'all. All right, guys. We'll see you over on Zoom. See you shortly. See you. Have a good night. Night.